0: Welcome to the Smith & Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland.
1: It's a wonderful day here at the Smith & Rowland Podcast Unplugged Studios, where our brilliance will brighten your day, our intelligence will give you the knowledge that you need, and if you could just see us, your Christmas wishes would be complete.
0: Yeah, you got it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I just don't know how you do it. You <laughs> hey, see, I did that. I mean, you you give us these great introductions like that, and then it's downhill from there on. It goes I mean, downhill. <laughs> it's a downhill slide. <laughs> <spot, laughs> People I mean, really I mean, you build in us, to hear you build the introductions. I tra- well, you build us up a little too high. But, <laughs> I mean, of course, me and you know the truth. If we didn't, it wouldn't
1: get done. That's exactly so right. Somebody, Somebody's somebody, got to do it. Somebody has got to I do mean, it. Listen, man. folks, it's just my job. That's all. It's my job to be a blessing, and that's what I'm trying to do. That's just the truth. Roland, you sound like you
0: believe it. When you talk like that in all them words, you sound like you're convinced.
1: I am. It's like I said yesterday. I'm not conceited.
0: I'm just convinced. And what's her famous line? All great men are dead. And you yeah, and I are feeling, and good feeling too good. <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> Listen, great man, Roland. We got a little worrisome thing going on out there in a certain age group. And of course, uh, this one's over the waters, over the pond, big pond they call it. This is over in the UK. I don't guess there's any chance of it happening here yet, but it is going on in the UK. The title of this article is a little concerning: young people open to banning Bible. It's part of hate speech. Think of it.
1: Now just think of it right there. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And you know, Alan, you said that it's not here yet. The same thing that we'll read in this article, I think if you did, if you took the same survey here and asked the same questions here, you'd come to the same conclusion here. yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's as many people here that would be open to banning the Bible as there are in the UK. And furthermore, We have political platforms that would love nothing more than for America to become just like Europe. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to
0: make fun of a good old-fashioned country boy redneck, and they want to be like slipper floppers in the U.K. there. Yeah, Uh, that's right. So, you know, throw the sweater around your neck and tie it off. You know, Roland, I I don't know. I can't imagine. Of course, I'm 71 years old now, but it really and truly is hard for me to imagine that somebody could come up with a thought of banning the Bible and putting it under the category of hate speech. Now, there are stories in the Bible that indicate the behavior of what God does about sin, and it just so happened God is not too favorable towards sin. He tends to get a little tore up about it. He gets so tore up about it that he didn't wait around for us to save ourselves. He he got so tore up about it. He said, I'm going to have to go get this mess straightened out. So he came as his son, Jesus, straightened yeah. out this mess. And here we are. But until those that see these people that got their mess straightened out yet, how in the world, Jeff, why do you label the Bible as hate speech? Well, I promise you a dollar to a donut that the people that want to ban it at Hayes' speech has never read 10 words in it.
1: Nor do they understand it because it's of divine origin. And I think where it comes down to is it's trying to ban the person of God or the authority of God more than it is the book of God. The book of God represents those things, and that's what they're trying to get out of their society. And I think think that's what the big problem is. Do you not think, Jeff, that the cancel culture
0: is out of the pit of hell? Yes or no? Well,
1: sure it is.
0: It absolutely is out of the pit of hell. So now they're trying to cancel the Bible. Uh, yep. Listen, you just well try to cancel the sun and you might get more done. Yeah, that's uh, right. Because the sun is included in the word of God. Listen, yep. the word of God to where do we get the audacity? Do you realize how much pride and stuff it takes to think that you could ban the Bible? Yeah. I mean, you might <laughs> you might ban. The, listen, they banned the Bible in China and there's Bibles all over China. Yeah, and the truth is, if you want to ban it, it'll probably be
1: more of you know. Russia tried to ban the Bible, and you know they effectively persecuted people who had copies of the Word of God. I had a good friend; he's dead now in America. His he was a gospel singer, but his main ministry was smuggling the Word of God into Russia. I tried. I mean, to the tune of millions of Bibles, right, he, he got right. sent to Russia. And the, the scriptures itself says heaven and earth is going to pass away, but his word will not pass away. That's what it's God saying, right? has promised not only the preservation of his word, but he has promised to us even the power of his word to those that will read it. So God's going to make sure that his word goes forth. To yep. try to ban the Bible as hate speech becomes very ironic to me when the Quran that calls for the death of all of those That's that don't right. follow it it's, it's not, even mentioned. Is not it's not even yeah. mentioned so there you go that tells us and of course Alan you and I have talked about how that it's very possible that the antichrist would be of muslim descent or at yeah, least embracing yeah. the religion of islam and bringing that into the apostate church as part uh-huh. of the one world religion but i think and i think that has something to do with why that the bible is not received in our society, but the Quran is. And it just it something? just just boggles my mind. Of course, you know, the delusion is that it's that big that people will believe yeah. a lie instead of the truth. Yeah. And that's where well, we're at. It says here in this article,
0: Jeff. Let's it here. Just a minute. It says, in John 15, 18, Jesus said, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. But why? Jesus mm. provides the answer in verse 19. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Mm. So the question is, can this be avoided? According to Jesus, I'd say No. He said, if they persecuted
1: me, which they did, they will also persecute you, it says in verse 20. And I I agree with it. How many times have we talked, even this week, Alan, off the air, we've made the comment that this is not crowning day for the Christian. This is cross-bearing day. And I come from a different perspective in saying that. Too many Uh people in the church is looking for victorious, triumphant feel-good stories that they can praise God for. The real feel-good stories should be when we're persecuted for the cause of Christ. That ought to bring joy to our heart, but somehow that don't. It brings sadness and sorrow. And so when we report these things, most people would think that well we're reporting just all negative news. Well, no. In the perspective of the Word of God, We're reporting something that should bring joy to our hearts to know that we've been counted worthy to suffer for the cause of Christ. And I don't think people have that perspective. I just don't think the church has that perspective
0: either. Well, it's obvious that it doesn't. Well, Jeff, and it's the young people here, too, that are making this type of accusations or suggestions, whatever you want to call them, about banning the Bible. I don't know where their parents were, but it's obvious that they did not influence their children in a healthy way. This article goes on to say, Jeff, Scripture repeatedly informs us that we will be hated, rejected, and persecuted for our faith, so we shouldn't be surprised. Following Jesus means to counter all of man's natural desires, making it both controversial and defensive to be unconverted. And the Bible, authoritative and eternal, does not change the times. So as the times evolve further away from adherence to biblical mandates, Christians can only expect pushback to (laughs) intensify and become more common. The world doesn't necessarily hate you, but it hates the truth you proclaim. So what do you think about that? Is that part of our battle?
1: Yeah. And that's the bigger part of the battle. that's why I say that the Bible represents the authority of God and people's trying to get out from under God's authority by banning the Bible. It's not necessarily the Bible itself that they have the problem with. It's the God of the Bible they have a problem with. That's right. And the truth that we proclaim is what people are after. This article is exactly right. It's not necessarily the human vessel that they're after. They're after the message that that human vessel is proclaiming. And we we need to understand that part because I think it's very prideful to think that the world hates you because you did something. It's not necessarily you that they hate. It's the truths that you proclaim that they hate. And it's the God of the Bible they're trying to destroy. Unfortunately, in America, it's the same way. We're trying to say we're a Christian, but we don't want the kind of authority the Bible proclaims. So we're going to misinterpret the scriptures and make it mean what we want it to mean because we feel like God got it wrong. That's a yeah. whole lot of what's
0: going on, you know. Well, there's no doubt about it. It goes on to say a recent poll conducted by Whitestone Insights asked 2,088 U.K. adults if they agreed with this statement. Unless the offending parts can be edited out of books, books containing what some perceive as hate speech should be banned from general sale, including, if necessary, religious texts such as the Bible.
1: Yeah. The results of that showed the amount of Brits agreed with the statement that you read. 18 to 34-year-olds made up 23% of those who agreed. 35 to 54-year-olds made up 17%. Now, Alan, wow. to me, that, it does show us something. It shows us the trend lines of those that are against Biblical scripture, biblical texts, biblical mandates—it's higher in young people than it is in people that's got a little age on. Them. This trend it line's is. been going on since I was a kid and since you was a kid. Yeah, well, but, it,
0: it would be normal, wouldn't it, Jeff? Cause yeah, yeah, it is. They it haven't is been normal. on the planet as long. I mean, they that's, haven't
1: that's exactly right. They that's haven't right. been
0: around, and it just shows us that right there is the world or that's to be evangelized. That's all.
1: That's and it also shows us, I believe, that with each generation. We're losing something in the spiritual character of people. With each generation, we're losing bits and pieces of our faith that I'm not sure we will ever see brought back in a collective sense. Individually, we can have revival, but collectively— it's becoming more and more difficult to even get people excited about the person of Jesus Christ anymore. And why is that? I think it's because with each generation, we're losing bits and pieces of our faith. And I think that's, Alan, do you remember the days of the old-fashioned old-time camp meetings? Okay. where people used to get together for weeks at a time and worship God and preaching would go forth. And we used to have what we call revival meetings in churches. And churches would have revival meetings where they would meet for every night of the week for the preaching of the Word of God, for the worship of God. We used to have things called Wednesday night prayer meetings in churches. Believe it or not, people used to come during the middle of the week to church to worship God, to pray, and to hear the word. We used to go to church twice on Sunday, Sunday morning and Sunday night. But with each passing generation, we've lost bits and pieces of our faith. And this is the result of all of that is what we see in the world today. Now we've entered a time where young people are saying, well, the Bible's not just, not only is the Bible not true, maybe, but it is hate speech and we need to ban it. That's where this leads to. Well, it goes on to say
0: in the next paragraph, street preachers preaching the Bible and pro-life advocates silently praying have been arrested. Yeah. Uh, That happened in England. Yeah. Here's a former minister there of the interior was acquitted of hate speech charges for posting a Bible verse on X. Yeah. Former Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Posting a Bible verse. That's concerning. Yeah, he was charged. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hate crimes against Christians have increased throughout Europe, and persecution remains widespread in other parts of the world. I'll tell you what, we can get some reports. Christianity, they have gotten rid of it in Europe, but Islam has taken its place. It'd be nice to get another report on that one. When all those women over there, wearing their short skirts, have to wear long robes to the ground, have her head and mouth covered, and only thing you yeah. see two beady eyes coming through. That's right. People don't understand for some reason, Jeff, That when you take darkness is not, darkness is nothing, Jeff. Let me put it this way. Darkness is real, but darkness is not. Darkness is nothing. In other words, you don't remove darkness, you remove light. You can't remove darkness. Darkness comes in at the absence of light. Same thing with good and evil, Jeff. Evil comes in when you have lack of goodness, don't be surprised. We can say evil's a problem. We can say darkness is a problem. No, that's just not really true. Darkness yep. is what's left when there is no light. That's and right. so we can fuss at the darkness all day long. But if we want to be honest and truthful about it, Jeff, it's because we are guilty of not taking the light into the dark places. And the darker it gets is because there's more light removed. And so thus... Is this article Let's get rid of the Bible For hate speech You're just getting rid of more light I'm just telling you, you're going to go darker. You think you're dark now? All right, go ahead and ban the Bible. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and ban Christians. Get rid of them. See, ultimately, Jeff, the reason that you and I are pro, we believe in pre-tribulation rapture is because darkness cannot overtake the world. It can't, uh, there's too much light. So God has to remove the light through the rapture of the church, and then here comes the darkness that's right there's no way that the tribulation can take place with that measure of light on the earth it can't it can't happen and so therefore that's the reason you and i we had to come up with pre-tribulation rapture the church is because the light has to be removed then what is left is the darkness of the earth and then here you go into tribulation
1: time I just say to that, Alan, we've talked about this part before, but if me and you went out here and got on the Interstate 77, and we were headed to Charlotte, and we got on 77 North, well, that's going to take us in the opposite direction that's from right. Charlotte. And we can ride that's in our right. car and talk about Charlotte all day long, but we ain't all gonna day long. what long. we're going to do is we're going to end up where we're headed. And that's exactly what this trend line, I think, shows us. When people can, you know, not pay attention to this all they want to and say, well, it's not that big of a deal and da, 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 and on and on. Let me tell you, we're going to end up where we're headed. When you've got these kind right. of trend lines that's taken place, this is coming to America, I would dare say. The spirit of what we're reading here that's happening in the UK, it's already happening in America. Will there be times when when people are taken to task in a sense of law? concerning preaching the word of God in America, I would say, yes, yeah, yeah, we yeah, are headed yeah. in that direction and we're going yeah. to end up where we're headed So that's just true. That's the way
0: it is. And so if you think you can take the light out of a country or your heart or of your family or your school or your state, if you think you can remove light and things get better, that's just beyond lunacy to me. Jim.
1: Yeah, it's that's right. It's delusional
0: that's delusional. It's totally totally delusional and that there again gives a testimony to where we are He goes on to say in romans 12 2 states do not be conformed to this world but be you transformed by the renewal of your mind yet we see the church conforming to the world yeah. to avoid offense that's now it was at. even prophesied and predicted that in these last days many would be offended And that they would
1: even give heed to seducing spirits. uh, That's what it says. That they would depart completely from the faith. And this writer says, Alan, that this is the larger issue, and I agree with him, that Christians are folding under the pressure of what's going on here. And for him to say the church is conforming to the world in order to avoid offense, that is so true. That's crazy. But Who in the
0: world has said, let's protect the offendable? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, what is that? Yeah. You and me know, Jeff, that the best way to overcome what you're offended at is to run straight into it. Offense right. is also a fear. And anybody worth their weight of anything will tell you to face your fear, not run yeah, away right. from your fear. That's exactly right. And that's what offense is. So we're trying to live in a world that we're going to protect the offendable. My yeah. big toe. Turn it backwards. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. Well, my but, daddy and, would and, wear and, you out such a thought.
1: You know, these things just drive me insane. I want people to see it so bad that what's happening in the political world is exactly what we're seeing happening in the church world. There is absolutely no difference at all. The irony of what we see in the political world, such as they will cry out, we have to protect the innocent. And then they pass laws to abort children. It's it's the exact opposite. That's exactly (laughs) what we see happening in the church today. And that's why I think that church attendance is reaching an all time low is because people see this kind of hypocrisy where we're preaching one message and doing something else. We've talked about that all week, how we are preaching a message of grace but we're not giving grace. We're preaching mm-hmm. a message of forgiveness, but we're not giving forgiveness. This is just another example of the same thing that the church don't want to offend anyone's flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, man, you know that you can't get to someone's spirit without offending their flesh. Well, that's the design. That's exactly right.
0: That's the design of God is to offend your flesh.
1: Absolutely. Now in the
0: world, you going to make that palatable in the word of God. I don't know. I guess you'd call it hate
1: speech. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you take and that you, part of the Bible out. See, so. Well, you're going to have to just take the whole thing out because God does hate sin. I'm sorry. He just does. Uh, yes, absolutely. He just, he just does. And yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not in trying not to offend anybody, but I just assume not to offend God. Yeah, absolutely. If it's all, if it's all the same.
1: Absolutely. I me and you both. And I do think that we're headed in this direction. The trend lines are there. There are a few yeah. churches that's still standing on truth and don't mind to declare truth. But for the most part, I would say that the church is becoming weakened. Now, there are individuals out there that's still running. And you know, Alan, me and you was having a conversation about something in this vein. I think yesterday morning we were talking about this. People are hungry for truth but they're sick of religion. And to take parts of the Bible out simply because it's offensive to someone's flesh nature is a religious system. That's all it is. It's a religious system. And people are hungry for truth. Now, there's a, a lot of people don't want the truth. We encounter that. Unfortunately, we encounter that a lot in the church. Shouldn't be named in the church, but it is. But I would say that that's, part of what we're dealing with here it's not just a world problem or a worldly problem but we're battling against the apostate church at yeah. the same time we're battling against the world
0: yeah that's true yeah but it says that's what the Laodicean see in church looks like jeff yeah you know absolutely. we just we just need to really constantly check ourselves don't we you think? Yeah, absolutely. We need to check ourselves to see if we be of the faith. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's and, exactly uh, right. And our, what we would like to do is encourage people that we believe that you can be of the faith and we believe that God's given a provision. And so when you fail, the failure doesn't get me and you up, too upset because we know it's highly possible we're all going to fail. But not yeah. getting back up does get us upset because, right. you, because God's given, I mean, it's almost a reproach against the cross of Christ. What I mean by that is
1: <clears throat> Christ
0: died, so you had the opportunity to get back up.
1: To go exactly at it right. again.
0: It's, it's, it's yep. the getting up's the issue. Yeah, It's not the falling down. God yeah. took care of the falling down, but it's up to me and you to get up.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> that's it's, up, exactly right. it's up to me and you to get up, Jeff. And God's given us, given us the provision for when we fail, but it's us. It's our responsibility to get up. And when we get up and take hold of that provision, it empowers empowers. us and it it fills our hearts because we know, we know, we have no doubt in our minds that we're worthy only because he said we're worthy. We're righteous because he says that we're righteous in him. So we boldly, it says, we boldly approach the throne of grace approach the throne of grace. Praise the first Lord, thing God, we God. do is we worship him. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> for right. For giving that's us exactly. this opportunity. But listen, I don't have any problem with the buffoonery of people. I mean I've buffooned a time or two myself. Yeah, I've buffooned uh, several yeah, times. Yeah, we buffooned a couple times.
1: I'll <clears throat> own my own buffoonery, but thank God there's a way out of it. There's yeah. a way out of that buffoon. Yeah. Hey, watch and I love using this word. I can escape buffoonery through the <laughs> blood of jesus christ you're one of them old so old, i am an boss. escapist i'm an escapist yeah, you're, I'm one of them
0: old, you're one of them that's uh <laughs> running away from tribulations
1: what you i'm are. going to escape the awful wrath that is about to rain down i heard chuck smith <laughs> preaching on the book of revelation and he just kept saying over and over and over again and he said Look, you don't want to be here when this happens. You just don't want to be here. Listen, I agree. I just don't want to be here when that happens. So I am escaping.
0: In other words, he said, just forget your theology. Yes, yeah, that's you, right. You don't want to be here when this happens.
1: Yeah, you just don't want to be here. He kept saying over and over and over again. He would, you know, he I heard he I listened to him preach all the way through the book of Revelation. He just kept saying he'd read, you know, those the awful yeah, wrath yeah. of God pouring down. He'd say, Here's the the bottom line, you just don't want to be here when this happens. You don't want to be here. <laughs> So I'll own well, my escapism. Yeah, yes. yeah, we'll we'll stick to that one.
0: Yeah, boy. Well Jeff, let's uphold the word of God today. And yeah, as far as as far as our part, I think we we need to uphold the word of God and we're not for banning the Bible as part of hate speech. No, we're not. And if that that's offends you, you gotta be offended before you can repent. That's right. So
1: absolutely
0: Lord Jesus, just let your word offend us real good, is all I got to say. Yes,
1: Lord. That's right. Yeah. All Get right, to- Roland. We're well, out of time, we'll buddy. Farm away. And we just it. so everyone knows, we will be back next week <laughs> with more Smith and Roland Unplugged. So let not your heart uh, be right. troubled. And we'll be
0: live Sunday, Jeff, Sunday. about 3, 3.30 yep. or so on YouTube. Yep. on YouTube. We'll have a live video we podcast. Would. So we need people to tune in then. Come and see us. Yeah. One well, and all, all right, Mr. Rowley. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And uh, your year will be a happy new year just because you're walking with me on the Smith and Rowland show.
1: Well, I'll forgive you for such a delusional statement, <laughs> and we will continue Are you offended? Are you offended? <laughs> yeah, my place got offended. That. That's, right.
0: <laughs> That's where I wanted you. Say bye. bye. Bye bye. Thank you for joining today's Smith and Rowland show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.